Hey Jeepers, on episode 221 of the Jeep Talk Show, we'll hear about another great group of Jeepers helping our wounded soldiers in need. And later in the show, I'll be making Josh jealous with a wheeling trip report. We'll be talking wheels and tires in our stock to Wheeler virtual Jeep build. We'll hear from the mind of Nikki G and we read your reviews on the air. I'll be talking dual batteries and tech talk. Tammy's earned herself a Jeep badge of honor and we're all going to cover some cool Jeep items that you may want to add to your wish list. All that and more on episode 221 of the Jeep Talk Show. LG Wright knives are handcrafted in Ohio with the finest locally sourced materials. They build everything from everyday carry to bushcraft and even overland specific. Everything that LTWK builds comes with a lifetime guarantee as designed from the ground up to be a solid working knife. Found out more online at ltwrightknives.com. That's L-T-W-R-I-G-H-T knives.com. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the G-Talk Show. With Tammy on Wrangler. Tony and Josh on Cherokee. So sit back. Strap in. And brace yourself. First week in G. Hey, Jeepers on episode 219, I talked about Phil Norvold, owner of Max Built Off-Road in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And now he and a group of friends started up the Epic Willie's Adventure to the Easter Jeep Safari. And now, well, and how his shop was doing an amazing Jeep build free of charge for a severely wounded soldier. I was recently in contact with the shop, and after his Epic Willie's trip, he's agreed to sit down with me for a little interview. We'll get to that here in the coming weeks. But this week, we heard of another great set of Jeepers doing another great thing for Wounded Warriors. A group of six Jeep enthusiasts, all veterans of the Army, Navy, or Air Force, are set to use the annual Jeep Easter Safari in Moab to prepare for an even greater adventure in April, designed to honor America's servicemen. Colorado-based Warrior Jeep team will launch a 5,000-mile off-road expedition along the Trans-America Trail, which will carry them from Andrews, North Carolina, to Oregon's Pacific Coast. The group formed in 2015 with a mind to help their former brothers and sisters in arms. With the love of jeeping in common, the marriage of hobby and mission, the, the marriage of hobby and mission was a natural fit. The Warrior Jeep kicks off its journey today on some 40 trails in the popular Jeep Mecca. When the team hits the Trans-America next month, they'll saddle up in the same modified 2015 Jeep Wrangler Rubicon, a hard rock edition that's set to conquer Moab. Along the way, they'll attend eight additional off-road events and expos to gather support for their cause. Joining them at these events will be GPS manufacturer Magellan, which is sponsoring the group's journey. Sam Mercialero, director of product marketing at Magellan, said, We are honored to have the opportunity to not only help the Warrior Jeep team navigate the Trans-America Trail, but also to support our troops and veterans in the process. Partnering with the Warrior Jeep team is a natural fit. We are confident our TRX-7 is the perfect off-road navigation solution to safely get the team from start to finish. When the team reaches Oregon, it plans to auction their trail-tested Warrior Jeep and give the proceeds to Special Operations Warrior Foundation and Fisher House, two charities that assist wounded veterans and their families. David Phillips, head of Warrior Jeep, said the group is grateful to have the corporate backing for their cause. Couldn't be happier to have Magellan's support to help us become the first Jeep to navigate the Trans-America Trail, Phillips said. If you guys are in Moab, be on the lookout for the Warrior Jeep. Make sure you stop by and tell them hi and check out their website. You can also find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'd like to thank all of you guys out there who help us each and every week by submitting stories for This Week in Jeep. If you guys think you have a story that we should be talking about or you have a response to any one of our stories, make sure you send in a, an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com. 
You know, Josh, I don't know uh, if this has dawned on you or not, but I always found it confusing, that commercial that says, uh, you ain't gelling unless you're Magellan. What does that have to do with a GPS receiver? <laughs> uh, last time I looked, I didn't think my uh, my insoles could tell me where to go, but uh, but I could be mistaken. <laughs> well, they, I just, they may maybe have, I just haven't turned them on yet. They may have wanted to, but... Uh, <laughs> Well, great news, and I like hearing all that stuff. And you know, there's been some negative things in the uh, in the news about Wounded Warrior Project about them spending ninety nine point nine 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 nines percent of the money collected on uh, lavish uh, salaries and yeah, I know all kinds that, of that stuff. was uh, hate, something I've, I hate hearing that. I, I it so really depressing. got me it to is. the core because I, I'm a huge Wounded Warriors yeah. fan, and, and I'm, I've been a supporter of that organization for many many years. And and that came as a huge blow to me. If you guys if you guys don't know, really quick, I'll kind of just freeform this one. Um, Wounded Warriors Project's been in the news uh, recently because some of the higher ups, uh, well, it was it was leaked that uh, the, the higher ups of the organization were misappropriating funds, uh, paying themselves six figure incomes or more, uh, and uh, and allocating funds for things that probably shouldn't have been allocated for. So, uh, needless to say, it was a lot of money for a very good cause that wasn't going for the cause it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. A lot of very bad news for a very good organization. Now, they've done some house cleaning, from what I understand, uh, and, and things should be getting back to the right track, but uh, needless to say, a very, very dark blemish on an otherwise stellar organization. Well, I see the commercials, uh, and I always uh, I feel bad for our, our warriors, whether they're wounded or just uh, PTSD. I say just. I mean, I, I think PTSD can be as debilitating as uh, a missing limb or uh, traumatic brain injury, but... Uh, at least you're, you know, not having to deal with with that as well. And then you see someone like this, where um, it's it's the same problem I have whenever there's a, a guy begging on the corner. You know, there's been so many uh, these uh, 2020 things where they show him uh, leaving for the day after putting in nine sweaty day, uh, hours at, at, at the day collecting, you know, a thousand dollars, and then going and getting their Beamer, and then going home to their one point five million dollar house. And it's, you know, they're not saying, you know, I have to have them. Well, sometimes I guess they do on the signs, but it's just like I was fooled. I was taken. I was taken for a ride. And that's what happens when people like this, like what allegedly happened at the Wounded Warrior Project. It just makes people not want to give their money because they don't want to be fools. They don't want to be taken. And it it hurts the, the soldiers that it's meant to help. So I just brought it up because... You know, you mentioned Wounded Warriors, and it's it's been on my mind. I hope they get that straightened out, and I hope that they uh, they get back to helping the soldiers like they uh, said they were doing in the first mm. place. Indeed. You're listening to Jeep Talk Show, the number one Jeep podcast. At my mom's house. Do you have a question or comment that you'd like to hear on the show? Just call 530-675-4102 any time of the day or night and leave it on our voicemail. Jeep is off-road. Jeep is about the journey. Jeep has a great story, a story that I want to tell. I'm a voiceover talent, and I'm going off-road with a grassroots marketing campaign to voice for Jeep. Want to join me on the ride? I could sure use the company. Please tag Jeep. Post a link to kb4jeep.com. Add a message and use the hashtag MyJeepStory. Thanks, Jeep Talk Show, and your listeners for your support along this crazy journey. See you on the social media trail. Coming up on Wrangler Talk, I earned my first Jeep Badge of Honor badge on the trails at Roush Creek this weekend, and I also experienced another first. Stay tuned. Ooh, now that's a tease. Who's on first? (laughs) 
<laughs> I never got What's to, on first? I never no, got to first base. First. I don't know. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, the 4x4 radio network, the Jeep Talk Show, the 4x4 podcast, Intersteer, which is Land Rover's Money Microphone, ATVs, and Trail Chasers podcast have joined forces and created a network. We'll be adding more shows to the lineup soon. You can visit 4x4radionetwork.com and listen to all these great podcasts simply by pressing the play button. It, it's on the screen, folks. I don't mean this one that's laying out here on the side anywhere. There's no better place to get all of your 4x4 information. That's the 4x4 Radio Network, which is www.4x4radionetwork.com. Okay, so now we love hearing from all of you, and we'd like you to call our voicemail, 530-675-4102, or you can jump over to the website, jeeptalkshow.com. Leave us a message. And on the right-hand side of the screen, there's the Send Questions Comment button. And now let's listen to some voicemails. Cool. And it's not, we just don't want to appreciate it now. We always appreciate it, Tammy. Hey, this is Tony. And I'm Tammy. And this is Josh. And you've reached our 24-7 voicemail line. You guys know what to do, so at the beep, leave your message. Hey, this is Joliet Johnny. I got a tip for all the newer XJ owners specifically. You're going to want to put uh, recovery points on your XJ in case you get stuck in snow, mud, sand, whatnot. And you might think you'll save some time throwing a Class 3 hitch with two little loops on either side of the receiver. And then one day you may upgrade to a bumper. Don't do that. I uh, I did that. And... Yeah, that, that receiver was not fun to get off. Uh, the, the bolts were just very rusted. Um, busted the crap out of my hands. Uh, had to take the rear bumper off to get the last bolt out because <laughs> the nut strip broke. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, just, sucks. just save that extra hundred or so dollars and buy the bumper that actually has the receiver and the recovery points on it uh for the rear uh yeah that's about all i got all right keep up the good work guys and tammy all right bye. uh cl- climate and areas of the country are a lot more forgiving some areas are a lot more forgiving than others um Absolutely. i didn't want to spend the extra 60 bucks to have the receiver built into my my bumper and i didn't and i already had a factory uh, two inch, uh, receiver on mine. And it wasn't until I took it off road. I know Josh, give me a gasping sound. <gasps> it wasn't until I went off road that I found out why, because you get at such a steep angle. You will actually catch that, uh, you know, anything mm-hmm. hanging out of that two inch receiver and stuff. Yeah. No, I've, I've, <laughs> I've gone back to the back of the Jeep and seen a, you know, uh, uh, half a watermelon sized dirt clod yeah. stuck to the back of my receiver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I, I do use my receiver as, as a recovery point. Uh, the, the bumper that I've got on the back doesn't necessarily have the, the proper unibody tie in. Uh, so even though it has D ring shackles on the back of it, uh, I wouldn't use them for a serious recovery. Uh, now if I got to, you know, kind of just tug a, a, a disabled Jeep back down to the back down to the staging area or something, that's one thing. You can definitely do it with that. Um, but in my case, anyways, uh, I went with the, the JCR nut strips for the, uh, for the larger hardware, got a good class, a brand new class three trailer hitch, uh, and put all that on at the same time as my bumper. And uh, I really haven't looked back. I know that that's a solid recovery point. I wouldn't use the two little things on either side of the trailer hitch. 
those things are like you know quarter inch oh, you know, yeah. bar steel and they'll pull those out. aren't those are not going to hold a uh, a shackle and let alone uh, you know tugging a jeep out of deep mud or something but uh, but a good d ring receiver will be a a decent recovery point but like tony said it is low hanging fruit so if you're uh, at a steep angle and you need that that rear shackle you might not be able to get to it. Yeah, that's true. Also, too, uh, you mentioned something that I wanted to, uh, to add to this. Yeah. If, if you're in the part of the country where you have a lot of salt on the roads and a lot of rust on your vehicles, you might want to do yourself a favor and spend, the I think, 40 bucks to get the nut strips from JCR yes. before you start messing with it. Just have it, and then when you go to, to you know, to, you're tying something in or whatever, all you have to do is get that old, original piece of crap out of there, and you can put the nice new stuff in there. And uh, I don't know, anti-seize, will that take care of the rusting or, or can you put something on it there? It will certainly help, yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, I have yeah, to ask because I'm not in that area of country because I can get yeah, away with thankfully, it. Thankfully, we don't salt our roads out here either, so I yeah. uh, don't have to deal with that. But yeah, definitely a good alternative. All right, well, let's get over to Super Croc. Hey, guys. Super Croc here. I guess Today, it. I'm going to be talking about a four-letter word. Rust. <laughs> Yeah, I'm starting to battle it with Project Phoenix and other vehicles. I hate it. Slowly <laughs> creeping up, destroying body panels, and that is not fun. So, I think what we need to do is ban it. Ban all rust altogether. If it's found, cut it out, scrape it out. Or <laughs> it's that do maybe some of those rust converters work? I've heard sometimes. Uh, that's what I was thinking. I've heard chemist friends say, yeah, they work at a chemical level. So uh, they're somebody great. That, somebody that cooked meth isn't a I'm chemist. I'm not sure how accurate that is at a <laughs> molecular <laughs> level or whatever, but who cares? I mean, and banning it would get rid of it for good regardless, right? I mean, they say it works that way for guns, right? <laughs> I guess he's done. All right. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, rust is a bad thing, but, uh, you know, if it was easy, Cher would do it. Nobody you know, and, uh, nobody gets that reference. Nobody remembers that commercial. <laughs> you know, a good, good friend of the show, Steve, 4.3 LXJ, says, rust is the new biodegradable metal. That's right. It's exactly right. Uh, it just takes... Uh, some years for that metal to uh, d decay, thankfully. Biodegrade, yes. Biodegrade, exactly. All righty. So uh, great voicemails. We really appreciate you calling in. And uh, like Tammy said, make sure you give us a call. Uh, we we love hearing from you guys. 530-675-4102 uh, or just go over to jeeptalkshow.com. And right there on the right-hand side, you see the little button that says send questions slash comments. You can record straight from your PC, iPad, phone, whatever. Uh, right there, we want to hear from you. We really do. And anything you want to talk about, too. Uh, oh, if you got something coming up, uh, some event, um, new job, maybe if you're having a sale at your business, we don't care. Call in, let us know. Um, Did you have a solid bowel movement today? That would just be great news. Uh, have you ever seen the the one where the guy says, uh, I laid cable? I didn't get that for a while, then I had to had to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like laying cable. <laughs> oh, gee. Yep. Yeah, it's the, it's the Jeep Talk for, show, friends. That's what we do here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk show? What do you talk about, man? 
Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? I got no idea what the heck. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Get out of my face, yo. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Underwater. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? In the bubble bath. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? No clue. And where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? While flexing on stumps. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? I would assume on the radio. The Jeep Talk Show, available on iTunes and at jeeptalkshow.com. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? Where do I listen to the Jeep Talk Show? Well, since I changed jobs, I now have a solid hour, both ways to work. And I am catching up on my podcast, not just the Jeep Talk Show, but uh, the 4x4 podcast, uh, Muddy Microphone, uh, all, all kinds of podcasts that I like listening to. So there's a bright side. You got something you don't like doing, commuting, mowing the grass, uh, exercising in the gym. You want to cheer yourself up a little bit listen to the Jeep talk show and then let us call in and let us know where you listen to the Jeep talk show. And again, it could be anything you want to do. Uh, the laying cable thing I was talking about earlier. That's fine too. You got nothing else to do while you're sitting there, right? So call us up and let us know. <laughs> Tammy's rolling her eyes, mentally rolling her eyes. So Tony, over the last several weeks, we've been uh, toying around with this virtual Jeep build as it were, kind of a, a pretend Jeep that doesn't exist that we're uh, talking about building up and, and how we go about it. This week, you've got another installment of that. What's on the list this time? You know, Josh, I like to think that the, the Jeeps always exist, and they always will exist, virtual or otherwise. But anyway, yep, uh, thank you for the intro. Uh, so this is the Jeep Cherokee from stock to wheeler. We've gone from uh, tow points to, uh, I think the last time we spoke was about uh, uh, putting a lift on your vehicle. And now... I, I like to think that these last two are probably the most fun thing things that oh, you can yeah. do to your Cherokee, the lift, and then the wheels and tires, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight is the wheels and tires. So contrary to proper belief, larger tires isn't just to impress the soccer moms at the mall. <laughs> the main reason you lift your rig is to make more room for larger tires. The reason you go with larger tires is to raise the lowest points of your rig. Why you may ask? Well. <laughs> Clarence, 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 Clarence. Uh, every time you add uh, tires and wheels to your rig, uh, Clarence gets wings, right? Uh, well, uh, I know timely reference. Well, uh, that's where you stop. And uh, whenever you, uh, like, um, you, you get more, uh, clearance because you want to stop yourself from, uh, getting stuck going forwards and backwards. You know, it's like when you get hung up. You may have heard the term uh, high-centered. Basically, this just means that a low point on your Jeep is on top of something that is fixed to the ground or even the ground. Some of you, some of you may remember the image on TV and, uh, and the Internet where people coming over the US, uh, Mexico-U.S. fence used a Jeep Cher Cherokee and ramps. Well, the Cherokee didn't make it all the way over because it was high-centered on the wall. That was hilarious. <laughs> I know. They needed a bigger lift and bigger tires. It seems that uh, other popular thing to do these days is to get wide rims and thin tires. This is great for being trendy and uh, being seen, I guess, but not so good for off-road. Much not like so much. <laughs> much like the Dragster uses larger tires and low air pressure to increase the grip between the tire and the surface, your tires need to do the same. You won't see dragster tires on a 4x4, but you will see wider and larger diameter tires. Jeep Cherokee came with a 15-inch diameter wheel. I recommend you stay with this size. However, some steer, link steer linkage changes may necessitate a larger diameter wheel. I recommend, 
I recommend going with a wheel that is properly sized for the width of your chosen tire and backspacing that keeps your tire off the control arms during tight turns. Since my tire size is 33 by 12 and a half by 15, that's 33 inch diameter, 12 and a half inches wide and 15 inch where the wheel uh, actually fits on the inside of the tire. I wanted a wheel width that would allow the tire to be as wide as it wanted to be. I decided uh, on the 10 inch by 15 inch and a 3.75 inch backspace. That's three and three quarters for you fraction guys. I have had zero issues with this wheel size in the last 11 years I have been running them. There have been concerns expressed that low pressure in, I'm sorry, in low pressure situations, as in off-road use, the 10 by 15 inch wheel and 12 and a half inch wide tires are mo more likely to break the bead. In other words, the tire would separate from the wheel. Not a major issue unless you cut or damage the tire bead. It's just a matter of airing it back up while establishing uh, the bead. <coughs> Onboard air. <coughs> so, uh, <laughs> A popular wheel size is 8 inches by 15 inches, but the stock Cherokee wheels are 7 by 15. At least mine were, and you guys can correct me if you know of a different uh, tire size that uh, came with the stock Cherokee. Well, uh, next week we'll discuss bead locks, and if you need them. I do. I don't think so. Well, there's alternatives to bead locks, and, and, and they would still be legal on the road. So That's what, the, where did I go wrong, Josh? You didn't. Uh, in well, fact, of course you hit not. on a How couple. You? you hit on a couple. <laughs> you told me never to correct you. I know. Here. I told my. I was, told, I was telling my wife that the other day we were walking, and I said that was so funny. At least I thought it was. <laughs> now you you hit a very important point there in it in, about tire width and and matching that to the rim. Um, now a lot of stock Cherokee rims are not eight inches wide. A lot mm -hmm. of them are only seven, maybe seven and a half inches wide. I think on the canyons uh, don't quote me on that though um but uh and so yeah fitting a 12 and a half inch wide tire on that is is going to be nearly impossible um not without a lot of work most shops won't do it and you definitely risk damaging the tire um the eight inch wide rim with a 12 and a half inch wide tire is the pinnacle off-road combination i have found um it, it just when you, you can air it down to five pounds and it will still hold a bead i mean pretty much no matter what uh, obviously, if you are really heavy on the skinny pedal uh, and you are in some really gnarly terrain, well, then chances are you're going to have a lot more damage than a, than a break in a bead. But, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, Tony, you hit on a lot of good points there, and, and I'm glad you touched on this. And, and this is by far one of my most favorite mods to a vehicle because if you want to really change the overall appearance of any vehicle, I don't care if it's your daily driver, if it's a Honda, if it's a Jeep, whatever. You put some wheels and tires on a rig, it could, it's going to completely change the attitude and appearance of it. And, and this, by far, is one of my most favorite mods to, a, to any vehicle. I've seen a few people do uh, change the attitude of their vehicle to a bad attitude. And I don't mean mm -hmm. bad in a good way either. There's some, <laughs> some really goofy-ass stuff. But, Aren't those tires supposed <laughs> to be on the road? <laughs> but, but to each their own. I always try to remember that my rig may look uh, strange to some people, too. So. Uh, I think they probably have brain damage, but that's always the always a possibility. But anyway, so next week uh, we will do more of our, our virtual Jeep build, and uh, a lot of these things you can apply to other vehicles as well, uh, and other Jeeps, even the uh, the Wrangler, Tammy. Yeah, that's right. I've been listening closely to your wheel. I see the comments in chat room. Don't think I don't uh, read that stuff. <laughs> no, no, I was listening because that's 
that's next on my Well, hey, list. speaking of our chat room, guys, we are broadcasting this podcast live every Thursday as we record it at 10 p.m. Central over on our YouTube channel. Of course, you can also find the simul stream. How do you like that big word? Over on our <laughs> on our on our website over at XJ Talks or JeepTalkShow.com. I'll take it to the same place either way. And uh, each and every week we broadcast this, guys. We do have a chat room. You guys can interact with our hosts. Each and every week you guys can uh, chat with us as we are recording the show. Distract us, try and throw us a curveball, tell us a joke. You might even go ahead and get your comment on the air like we did with Steve, 4.3 LXJs, just a little bit ago. You guys want to get in on the fun, all you got to do is head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jeep Talk Show, and make sure you subscribe. Be sure to tell a friend as well. Wow, you almost did it the whole 60 seconds, Josh. Excellent job. See, I was rushing because it sounded like it was wrapping up. No, we had another uh, 10 seconds left. Oh, boy. I'll stretch it next time. Uh, that's what she said. All right, so uh, now let's get over to <laughs> Tammy's Something portion. that we all have been waiting for each and every week. Um, and that's here. You just really messed me up, Josh. <laughs> Hearing from the mind of Nikki G. <laughs> <laughs> From the mind of Nikki G. Yay! It's Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And I uh, just want to talk about how uh, spring is around the corner, flowers are starting to bloom, the super crock is thawed, <laughs> and people are getting their income tax check. And There's no evidence of money that. They want to buy stuff on their Jeeps and uh I figured I'd give them a product review, maybe save somebody some time and money. I'm not talking about bumpers or sliders or anything. But I'm talking about the uh, Burger King grilled hot dog. Oh, my God. What a hot mess that is. I knew it. Literally. If you want to eat one, just uh, lick the space in between your toes. It's the same great taste with less calories. <laughs> oh, jeez. Somebody in Burger King marketing should be hung for that. Oh, my gosh. It's awful. All righty. <laughs> now I'll uh, chat at you later. You have a good one. So I guess, I guess we can kiss the Burger King uh, advertisements goodbye. No, the thing <laughs> is, I really like hot dogs. I do, too. Oh, good, but, but a good I Chicago can't get a good dog. one. Oh, man. I can't find Kills a good me. one. Can't find them out here. Cannot. We had we for like six months. We had this little shop called Windy City, uh, Windy City Hot Dogs, and and it was awesome. <laughs> that, I was there like three meaning. days a week. <laughs> yeah, I was there like three days a week, and and it was just fabulous. The kind the kind of franks that will snap when you when you when you try you know, when you break. Yeah. Oh, just good stuff. Nope, no longer. I gave I gave a half a thought to trying. I don't really like fast food. I gave half a thought to trying the 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 Burger King hot dog just because it's close, it's convenient. I'll give it a shot. I can't find a hot dog anywhere else if, unless I make it myself. Now that I've heard no Nicky G's <laughs> yeah. commentary on it, I'm not sure I want to go within 10 feet of one. So no I way. think, I know we've discussed this before. I don't remember what the responses were. Whataburger. E- either one of you guys know what Whataburger is. I know what it is. I know of the chain, we don't have them up here. All right. So you've yeah, never had one. No. And, and, and Sonic. Never. I don't or think a you White guys, Castle or an In-N-Out. I don't think, yeah, In-N-Out, I've, I've seen a lot of uh, good things about that. Uh, it looks really greasy here, and, and mesh, messy. Sonic burgers are very good. The jalapeno burger, yummy. But uh, if you ever get a chance to have a Whataburger, have a Whataburger. Those things are very good. Very good. All right, let's get to our next Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, I just want to say, Tony uh, made a comment about 
Clyde and Tommy on their uh, video having all these beer cans on the workbench, <laughs> yeah. and they had to clear it. And you mentioned that out there, they must be prop cans or cans they collected for just that purpose. Yes, uh, you're forgetting that uh, Clyde and Tommy are Canadian, so uh, that is what? called clearing the breakfast table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys and girls, I'll uh, chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. Oh, jeez. Uh, this has been from the mind of Nikki G and his mind alone. <laughs> Poor Clyde. Poor Tommy. Of Nikki G don't necessarily reflect the thoughts of the end of the Jeep Talk Show or its guests. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's great. Well, hey, we got reviews coming from you guys all over the place. In fact, we actually got barraged with a whole bunch of reviews here recently. Now, we're not going to be able to chance, we're not going to get a chance to get to them all tonight, but we are going to get to a few, and these have come from all over the place. So, uh, without further ado, hey, if you guys want to leave us a review, we have any number of ways you can do that. You can always e- email us at info at jeeptalkshow.com. You can find us on iTunes. Leave us a five star review and a comment. That'd be great. We, of course, are on Stitcher. Twitter is a great one as well. You guys can always tweet us at Jeep Talk Show. And uh, make sure you guys are using those hashtags, Jeep Talk Show. Uh, And, of course, you guys can also leave a comment on our YouTube channel, and we'll get it up there as well. So tonight's first review from the iTunes, entertaining (laughs) and informative from CYND, SIND1966, on March 22nd, gave us a five-star review. I am a talk radio addict, and when I found the Jeep Talk Show podcast, I immediately subscribed. I'm a new Jeep owner, 2011 JKU. I found your podcast to be very entertaining as well as informative. I'm almost, I'm, I am an almost 50-year-old female, and most of the mechanical talk is over my head, but I try and learn. I'm not, I am not scared of getting my Jeep muddy or dirty. Love to hear that. I've been, on more, I've been on several trail rides with local groups and clubs. It is my belief that my Jeep has made me more adventurous in my middle-aged years. Absolutely love your podcast. Thank you very much, Cindy, 1966. We really appreciate that. Totally sounds like me. <laughs> I thought it did. It sounded a lot like uh, like you, but it wasn't you. If anybody thinks that it was Tammy, it wasn't. No, me. it wasn't. My name's no, Tammy. But, uh, but similar ilk. Oh, yeah. and uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I thought I had uh, sent it to all you guys. We are going to go through all of them tonight. So oh, okay. I've got them all queued up and ready to go. Don't ever correct me on the air. Don't ever correct me. <laughs> Technically, we're not on the air, so. This next one um, is from the Twitter. Um, (laughs) By the way, for all you new listeners, Tony likes to say the before all social media things. Anyway, um, Northern Jeep at Northern Jeep. He says, at Jeep Talk Show, I find it interesting that at Mama Jeep, who is me, wheels her Jeep more than at Tony and Josh. And then... That's going to change here real soon, so... And then, um, then he also says at Jeep Talk Show at Mama Jeep at Tony, I know I can't really give Josh crap for that. Mine has been down for about a year. Love ah. the show. <laughs> I think Tony must so have responded there. to him and telling him that Josh's um, Jeep has been in the shop for his shop for about seven months. Yeah, been in right, the garage. It was, uh, well, yeah, it's been sitting basically since August uh, is where it's been in the garage. Uh, but at least it's running now. It's um, it's back up and running. Uh, I, it's not ready for the road yet. I uh, will get into why not here later on in the show. All righty. So uh, our next one here is from uh, Matt at M-E-K-O-Z-A-R. And make sure that you uh, Twitter people out there 
let these people know that you heard them uh, uh, talked about here on the show. Uh, this one is very simple. It says at Jeep Talk Show. Awesome stuff. Oh, uh, let's see. We've got Anita Jalkin. Jalkinen? Yeah, you, I suppose you leave the hard name for just, me. Just act <laughs> like you you pronounce just it correctly. Act like it's your own last name. <laughs> at Jeep Talk Show. Thanks. It was hard to turn in the Jeep lease and get back in my old Grand Am. <laughs> well, <laughs> we have we had an awesome prize ski week. Thank you. That, no, is, that sounds that fun, sounds really good, but also really bad if they had to turn in the Jeep lease and get back in the Grand Am. Oh, well, I guess you know. they uh, they leased a Jeep for a little bit of a for a little bit of a weekend or a week long ski vacation, uh, and they had a they had a taste of the good life. I, I should say. Well, as I responded, I said that uh, sometimes Jeep is a state of mind, so you don't mm. actually have to have one. Maybe you can always get one later. Um, Orange Crush at Pete Ferentinos. At Jeep Talk Show, you guys are awesome. Two thumbs up. Hashtag Jeep Life Baby. <laughs> like that one. And then we, we got one from C Tan, uh, our Jeep Man VA at Jeep Talk Show. Can you do a podcast about pure function mods for JKs? And I think I responded with, I, I think we do do that, don't we? Yeah. I mean, other than the purple stuff, it's all functional. Yeah, I believe it is all functional. And, uh, yeah, we've gotten into some of that stuff. It's not every single show, uh, but like uh, for instance, the the rear view mirror mod. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a that's one that uh, <laughs> would probably fit into that category. There, we've got a lot of those. Just uh, stay tuned to the show, and, and we'll be sure to get you all kinds of yeah, that kind of tech each and every week. We uh, we actually have uh, another uh, Jeep Wrangler uh, segment contributor coming up with to us real soon, and uh, he is a, a self proclaimed. Um, he has he's more of an extreme uh, wrangler owner where tammy's kind of at the beginner level and uh teaching us all as she's learning about it so uh we uh we will ha- be having more jeep and more jk information coming to you guys very soon all right well, we have one here from lee ray which is at l-e-r-a-i-l-i-n-e i don't know where people come up with these things at jeep talk show uh i'm sorry uh, yeah at jeep talk show great show keep up the good work uh, hashtag Jeep Life, hashtag Jeep Wave, hashtag Jeep Mafia. I don't know if you guys know about Jeep Mafia or not, but uh, they're quite active on the Twitter and uh, good friends of the show. I think they actually, uh, one or two of them actually come and visit us uh, on the live show occasionally. Yeah, I'll have to uh, maybe get a couple of their representatives on the show one of these days for a, uh, a little bit of an interview or at least. Maybe I tried and they agreed and then nothing happened and it's all their fault. Oh, life gets in the way. We all know that. <laughs> Well, Tony, we've got a familiar name in the lineup here. Here, Michelle Merhar. I think we've remembered that name from uh, the recent past. At Fox 26, Michelle. At Jeep Talk Show. Stalker alert. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Winky face. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Well, Tony, it sounds like you're going to have to uh, get that restraining work, uh, restraining paperwork all in order. You know, she seemed like a nice person. I didn't think she was going to be in any trouble, but, you know, the things happen. Oh wait a minute! I think she's talking at your door. I think she's talking about me being the stalker. I'm sorry, I was confused. (laughs) I think I responded with uh, one of many. I'm sure. She does the uh, the local traffic uh, for Fox 26. Then we have Johnny Alonzo at Johnny Alonzo. He says at Jeep Talk Show. Nice. Happy to tune in and be part of the ensemble. Thanks. And he's. I'm assuming this is the actor from Gotham, One Tree Hill, Chronology, Dawson's Creek, Coffin, House of Horrors, NASA, 360, and A Haunted. Yeah, that's what it, uh, that's what it said on his, uh, 
his uh, Twitter thing. There's actually an I used internet to watch One Tree Hill. There's actually an internet movie database link there on his uh, his Twitter thing. And if I read it correctly, he's uh, he's wanting to join us here with the show. We'll have to try to get him on here. Maybe we'll have him as a uh, uh, a fourth seat uh, on the uh, the live show. Very good. All righty. Well, that's what we uh, we had planned for tonight. Hopefully, you enjoyed those reviews. We certainly enjoy getting them and uh, love love bragging and uh, telling you all about them. <laughs> it's yes, a- be sure to get in those reviews and those comments, guys. And if you got something to say, by all means, you can always send us an email as well. Yep, yep. So, hey, let's talk about XJTalk. XJTalk.com is a site that's been around for a good seven solid years now. I think we started off with about five people posting things, and it has grown to over 4,000 subscribed members, and I'm sure a plethora of people that uh, don't uh, sign up, <laughs> that just come over there and get information and, uh, uh, and then go all about their merry way, which is fine because uh, we, don't, we don't mind that at all. Uh, if you've had problems uh, in the forum universe where you go and people tell you all kinds of nasty things about your uh, dumbass question, well, we don't do that at xjtalk.com. In fact, that's the reason why it was started, so that people uh, just like you, me, Tammy, everybody could go over there and ask those basic questions and get answers. None of us came out of the womb knowing that you couldn't do a body lift on a Cherokee. <laughs> you had to learn it. Either have to look at it and figure it out or be told. And that's we're more than happy in a nice way to tell you we've all had those same thoughts and same confusions. So just come over to uh, xjtalk.com and feel free to post any question you have. No, Tony, uh, we had really quickly, we had a, a post this week, in fact, somebody uh, who had a very common Jeep Cherokee question about the window lockout and uh, how their, their other three windows weren't working and they needed help. And this was a new user uh, and it was, I think, one of their first few posts that they were able to, uh, to get up there. And within moments, they had answered, they had gotten the answer to their question uh, and this is a question that has been asked hundreds of times online on every Jeep forum out there. And this person did not get any flaming, no stupid question type of responses, anything like that. It was one solid response after another, getting them help. If you guys have a Jeep question, you're looking for tech, by all means, head over to xjtalk.com or wranglertalk.com for some of the best information in your Jeep on the web. Yeah, we really appreciate all the the members that help out uh, the new members or even the old members. I ask stupid questions from time to time too. And uh, I just don't know the answer. And uh, hey, it happens to all of us. Yeah. So uh, there you Good. go. Hey, this is definitely not stupid guys. Carrying a knife is important. You always want to have a knife either on your vehicle uh, or even on your person. LT right knives are handcrafted in Ohio with the finest locally sourced materials. They build everything from everyday carry to bushcraft and even overland specific. Everything that LTWK builds comes with a lifetime guarantee. That's what I'm talking about right there. It's all designed from the ground up to be a solid working knife. Each piece is constructed with survival in mind. Knives with a proven international pedigree that have been there and back. Bushcraft, hunting, camping, overland, and everyday carry models are all available. Our new Bushcrafter HC is an excellent example of an everyman knife, able to do everything from help get the campfire started to skinning some game. Being made from 332 seconds, 1075 steel with a convex edge, it will resharpen easily even in the field. These heirloom quality pieces will outlast your adventure. So plan well, drive safely, and carry an LTWK. For more information, go online at ltwrightknives.com. That's L-T-W-R-I-G-H-T-Knives.com. 
You know, I'm glad you you mentioned that, Josh, because now that I'm uh, gainfully employed again, I, I'm going to go over there and have a look at ltwrightknives.com and you know, I really see, I'm going like... to pick one out because I've heard great things from John uh, over at uh, uh, the uh, Center Steer podcast because these are actually friends of John's and uh, he, he rates them very highly. Yeah, uh, a buddy of mine has got a knockoff of one of these, and uh-huh. it didn't last very long at all. Yeah. Um, but I really like the design style, and it's where it's kind of like got a little bit of a lanyard, goes around your neck, and it just kind of sits underneath your shirt. Nice and handy, real easy to get to, and way out of the way. So I think that's going to be one of my next purchases. Yeah, I need, I looked at it, but uh, when I was uh, uh, jobless, I stopped looking because it's a it's a bad yeah. thing to be shopping yes. whenever you're uh, yes, when you're is. shopping for a job at the same time. But yeah, they had some really cool looking stuff. I'm going to go back over there and and have a look. All right, well, it's time for me to shut up. I'm uh, getting the signal, so here we go. Shut up and listen. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut Man, up. Shut up, Shane. Hey, <laughs> shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler Talk. It's time for G-Mama. So guys, uh, this past weekend, I got out on the trails again. First time in 2016, I headed up to Roche Creek, and I wheeled with um, Blue Mountain Jeep Alliance. Um, It's a Jeep group that I belong in, and I did three blue trails. I'm so proud of myself um, that I was able to do that. Now, the blue trails are a step up from the green trails. They at Roche Creek, they kind of rate the trails like they do ski um, resorts. So normally I just do green trails. Um, anyway, one of the trails was up a rocky hill, and I was the last one to, well, second to last one to go up. And as I was watching these other Jeeps, and mind you, they're all lifted, and most of them have um, non-stock tires, and one of them had stock tires. Anyway, they all had difficulty getting up over the rocks. They would back up and go try to a different way. And they were spinning and spinning and spinning. And so I'm sitting there watching them. And I'm like, remembering back to when I was in Clayton off-road Jeep. And Clayton pushed the axle lock button. And I was able to drive his Jeep you know, pretty smooth over the rocks up a hill. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try my axle lock button. So for the first time... I used my axle lock, axle lock button. I finally spent, you know, ten thousand that ten thousand dollars wisely, and I had a easy time going up those rocks. But I wonder if it's because I was in my Rubicon or if it was really the the button, um, because none of the other people had the Rubicon. They were all, you know, they had a Sport, a Sahara. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Anyway. I also earned my first Jeep badge. And just to let you know, I know some people think, you know, the Jeep Badge of Honor app is kind of lame. Some people, you know, get pretty excited about it. And I shared this with all the other people that we were wheeling with. You can just download the app. You just go to the App Store and just type in Jeep Badge of Honor. And there are trails all over the country. And unfortunately, there's none in Arizona. So I know some Arizona people were kind of disappointed. But anyway, you just download the app. And then when you're near the trail, you click on the icon button and you check in. And that automatically gives you the badge. So it's kind of an honor system once you check in to go on the trail to really earn the badge. So I could have gone to the two other trails at Roush Creek, checked in, and not even done the trail, and Jeep would send me the badge. But I didn't do that. I'm going to earn them honestly. So the trail I earned was Trail 11. It's a green trail. Um, there were parts of it that I w- was really wondering if it was really green because they were 
um, a little difficult for green, I thought. Anyway, I have videos of me going up this hill with my lockers. I have video of me going through some muddy water and the Trail 11 video up on my YouTube channel. And you can go to youtube.com slash the Jeep Mama, M-O-M-M-A. Um, and just be aware, um, whenever you watch a video of people wheeling, except for the Rubicon Trail, it just never does it justice. It looks much easier than it really is. But I had a great time. I can't wait to go again. I'm waiting for CPO Chris from Jeeps Needs to get back so we can go again. And he promised me to take me on one of the blue trails to get the Jeep badge. So that was, that's Wrangler talk for tonight. What did you think about the, uh, the lockers, Tammy? I felt maybe it was the lockers and it made it, I didn't spin. I wasn't spinning like the other Jeeps. And I, I, you know, but after I got back, I, w I was thinking, you know, God, was it really the lockers? Because it just went up so smoothly. So I don't, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't well, know. I mean, you know, the proper line, the right tires, the right, uh, uh, the right uh, traction, all that stuff is important. But I, I think the lockers make a make a really big difference. I'm looking forward to experiencing Huge. that firsthand. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and, and for future reference, Tammy, whenever you're going up and you're not having any issues, you know, you've got the lockers on, you, you find a jeeper and you look at them, but raise your chin in the air like you're looking down your nose at them because uh -huh. I've got lockers and you don't. It says right. Rubicon on my Jeep. Well, I kept asking <laughs> them all. I'm like, are you guys, you know, using your lockers? And they're like, well, we don't. <laughs> What you is don't that? Have lockers. Yeah, what is that? Do you have the button? No, we don't have the button. It's, it's just a six thousand dollar button. Get it? Yeah, that was that was a ten thousand dollar rock climb. <laughs> well, that's great news. I'm glad. To, do you think it took out any of the fun for you by it being so easy? No, it made me go nanny nanny boo boo. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Think? I didn't have to back up. Did you thank your husband for the uh, the ten thousand dollar buttons when you got home? Yeah. No. See, there you go. No. He's the one that got that. And I, then, and there you go. You don't even think about him. All right. Well, good stuff. I'm glad to hear you had a good time. Glad to see you're, uh, you're back out there. I did not realize that you had not been off road since uh, this is the first time in 2016. So I uh, bet you that felt good to get out there. Yeah, it did. You got tech questions? Oh, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good. I can, I, it's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. <laughs> can I run two batteries in my Jeep? No. Well, just about anybody can, actually. Okay, Jeepers, I'm in the midst of doing my own dual battery system in my 99XJ, and I thought this would be a good time to cover some of the basics of putting an auxiliary battery in your own Jeep. Dual batteries can literally be a lifesaver. Look, imagine this. You've been out wheeling all day. You're at a stopping point, maybe eating lunch, or you're just chilling. And you've been hanging out with your fellow Jeepers, soaking in some sun, playing some tunes, and just enjoying the day. The sun's starting to set, and you figure it might be time to start heading out. You go to start your rig, and whir, 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 whir. Nightfall, cold, and possibly coyotes are setting in. <laughs> You're faced with hiking out or hoping another person with a vehicle on jumper cables just so happens to roll by before you freeze, starve, or get eaten by vicious, fuzzy woodland creatures. Having an auxiliary battery in your Jeep could have prevented this from happening. Imagine being able to winch out, winch without worry or having to deal with those nasty voltage drops. That's hard in your alternator. 
How about being able to play the, that stereo at camp all weekend long and not having to start the rig even once? Or being able to shine lights up a hillside without draining the gas tank? All this and more could be yours if the <laughs> price is right. No, I'm kidding. Just on to the serious stuff, Willie. Before you go and jump right in, there are a couple rules when planning a dual battery system. First, the two batteries must be identical. This is due to load, capacitance, and other factors that may be Greek to a lot of you, so just take it from an expert. This is important. The other thing is, is using the same gauge of wire throughout for roughly the same reasons. And lastly, if your plan is to put the second battery inside the vehicle with you, then not only should it be very not not only should it be secured very well, which should go without saying, but you also need to make sure it's not a lead acid battery, which oh, can no. off-gas toxic fumes like hydrogen sulfide. Trust me, this is no bueno. This gas is colorless, very poisonous, flammable, and has the odor of rotten eggs. Needless to say, not good stuff to have in the Jeep with you or your family. If isolating the batteries is of no concern to you and you're the type where jumper cables is not in your vocabulary, then you can merely hook up the batteries in parallel. Let me explain how this is done. I, I know it probably sounds tricky to some of you, but if you have the space in your Jeep and can run a wire, then it's as easy as hooking the positive of one battery up to the other and grounding both. That's it, literally. Now, of course, you still have the possibility of draining both batteries or one going bad and taking out the other. This is the simplest of dual battery systems and has the benefit of being the cheapest of all solutions. It also gives you a big bank of battery juice to draw off of. Only downside is the risk. Isolating the batteries is easy, and you have two choices when it comes to how to do this, solid state or mechanical. The mechanic isolation basically uses something very similar to an old starter solenoid. In fact, if you go to your local parts stores and talk with one of the old timers, you just might have the part number memorized for those old 100% duty cycle Ford starter solenoids that the hot rod guys have used for decades. Your local four-wheel parts, off-road, or motorsports and vehicle accessory stores will have the modern versions of these, and they're usually relatively cheap at around $30 or less. These are basically a very large and heavy-duty version of a relay where an electromagnetic switch controls the flow of current. When the ignition is turned off or a switch is flipped, the solenoid activates and separates or isolates the two batteries from each other, allowing you to drain the auxiliary battery to your heart's content and still have the main battery untouched for starting the rig. The only downside of this version of battery isolation is the mechanical aspect. Eventually, it will wear out, and the general lifespan of these is roughly five years or so, depending on use and, of course, climate. The final option is solid state and a diode ba based battery. Geez, let's try this again. A diode battery, diode based battery isolator. To say that ten times fast is by far the most efficient, longest lasting, and most durable and reliable means out there. They're completely self-contained, have no mechanical features to wear out, and come in a variety of sizes, shapes, and even colors. There are some very cheap options out there on the internet for these, so buyer beware. You definitely want. You definitely get what you pay for. That 200-amp isolator on eBay for $9.99? Yeah, I wouldn't trust the components in that to run a toy train, let alone the juice of my Jeep. These are more expensive, and a real good isolator could run you a couple hundred dollars, but let's face it, most of us aren't running a 200-plus-amp alternator or need race application type of gear. Your average good solid-state battery isolator will be in the $80 to $120 range. Any of these isolators hook up the same way and basically do all the same thing. They all just go about it a little differently. So get out there and start doing some window shopping and think about adding a second battery to your Jeep. Believe me, there are a ton of benefits and it's got a cool factor as well. And make sure you keep in mind literally every last little thing you may need to do this can be found on Amazon.com. So don't forget to use our link to help support the show. JeepTalkShow.com slash Amazon. 
Excellent. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do a dual battery. Uh, I just got to uh, find the uh, the right vehicle abandoned somewhere with the, the right battery. No. I'm well, not. I've got some show and tell <laughs> uh, to get into later in uh, in the show if we've got some time. Uh, otherwise, I will get to it next week. All right. So let's get over to our cool Jeep item of the week. Tammy, take her away. Well, this one is for Jeep Wranglers. It's a tail lamp, tail light cover with um, trim guards pr- for protection for the Jeep Wrangler from 2007 to 2015. You can get it on Amazon. It works with all models of the JK and the JKU, including the Sport, Sahara, Unlimited, and Rubicon. And the tail lamp guards help protect your vehicle tail lamps and make it look awesome while providing rugged off-road style. Special design actually contours the Jeep Wrangler rear taillight. The package includes two taillight covers, the left and the right, and it's made of aluminum alloy plating. And if you search around on Amazon, they also have some other designs, such as the American flag and another Jeep-type cutout like the one I have on my Rubicon. And I know some people say, oh, no, you can't put these on. You're going to get a ticket. Well, knock on wood, um, I've had mine on for quite a while, and I've had police behind me, and they've never given me a ticket. But these are these are kind of a neat little thing, and you know whether they protect your taillight or not, I don't know. Well, it gives more customization, more uniqueness yeah. to to each individual's Jeep, which I think is uh, I like it. Which is I all think these things look cool. Yeah, which is uh, always nice. So let me tell so you. So I guess maybe it's not a pure function mod. Oh it's no, just a glamour mod. Glam, yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't purple. Uh, have you? Did you think about putting them purple? Um. No, not not till now. I could paint. I could paint <laughs> She's got a paint guy right. too. Yeah, maybe I some have to do that. Maybe some purple accents. Well, let me tell you about the Blue Ridge Overland gear that I just ordered last night. Now I've been looking at this stuff since Dan over at the Four x Four podcast, part of the Four x Four Radio Network. Nice segue. Uh, did an interview with Blue Ridge Overland gear uh, a number of months ago. I, uh, I got one of these really cheapy uh, uh, seat organizers that go on the back of your seat from Walmart, and it, it sags and it, it 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 holds the stuff, but it just it doesn't look very uh, sturdy, and it's certainly not uh, militaristic like the uh, the Molly. I still have a hard time saying Molly. Uh, the Molly type thing uh, uh, packages and stuff you can put on the Blue Ridge, Blue Ridge Overland Gear uh, back uh, seat panel. So I, I measured my seat. It is uh, 17 inches across. So that helped me identify which panel I wanted to get. So I got the uh, ordered the seat back panel, 14 inches by 20, and it is black. They have, uh, I guess it's what is it, coyote, kind of the coyote. yellowish. Is it coyote? I thought it was coyote. Anyway, the oh, kind of like the desert uh, color that you see in uh, some of the things we've been seeing on CNN and uh, Fox News for a number of years now with our. Uh, military over there uh, in the uh, the the sandbox, as they say. So this thing, uh, just to, I'll just read through this really quickly. Uh, what I read, uh, what they have there on their website. Backseat drivers are a pain in the butt, but sometimes you just need to avoid them. If you're like me and have three kids, you've trained them pretty well to keep themselves occupied while you're navigating through complicated terrain. Don't mind the 300 foot drop outside your window, honey. Yes, I know where I'm going. <laughs> no, we're not going to die. Please just keep reading your book. <laughs> so you can go over there and continue reading this but basically this is a uh, a molly seat back panel 
and uh, you can get it like and i said that desert color which i believe is uh, coyote and or black i ordered black and i'll be doing a, a proper review in an upcoming uh, jeep talk show episode and we'll even have some video there so now this is just the thing that you attach the the molly packs to not any of the molly packs so there's no pouches included in this and uh this Let's thing is built kit. in the united states and i think it's built by this guy in his garage uh, Dan over at the 4x4 radio, uh, uh, I'm sorry, 4x4 podcast has nothing but excellent things to say about these these products. Good stuff. Always could use some more storage. Well, something about always using more of something. Well, talking about ba extra batteries and stuff, the JCR Off-Road Jeep Cherokee battery tray is something that I wish I would have known about a little while ago. <laughs> uh, this one fits uh, the 84 to 01 XJs out there, and it's only $79. Uh, it does have a little bit of a shipping fee, which is uh, just about 11 bucks. So you, uh, you'll be into it, about $90. Uh, really good price compared to, compared to um, some of the systems out there in excess of $300. So, yeah, you do the math. CNC cut and formed from 8-inch steel. Includes tie-down hardware and is bolt-on installation. Literally bolt-on. Powder coat black finish and includes JCR off-road sticker. Well, you got to have those stickers. Definitely a cool alternative. And it looks like... If you wanted to add, use this for a second battery location, it would probably work with some very little modifications, if any at all. I actually want to get my hands on one of these and see if it would work for that kind of application. Well, great. Hope you guys enjoy our little segments we do here. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll be having Amazon You Bought What coming up in the next couple of weeks. But right now, we're going to get over to Wheeling Wear. Yeah, this is where we talk about what events are coming up in your neck of the woods and around the nation. I talked about these last week, guys, and I want to make sure that you guys are aware of them. Ventura County Off-Road Show happening April 9th through the 10th in Ventura, California. For more information, go to VenturaCountyOffRoadShow.com. This is a huge event, and it's definitely one you guys want to check out. Also, the Mid-Florida Jeep Club presents the 13th Annual Jeep Beach. We talked about this one before, guys. This is another huge event. You've got an obstacle course, parade, huge raffles, vendors, and so much more. Happening April 19th through the 24th in Daytona Beach, Florida. For more information, go to www.jeepbeach.com and do yourself a favor. Check out some of the pictures from last year. You want to see over 10,000 Jeeps taking over uh, Daytona Beach? It's absolutely amazing. Well, hey, don't forget, Jeep Junkies, wherever you guys are wheeling, if you pack it in, make sure you pack it out. Let's leave our outdoor recreation spots in as good, if not better condition than they were when we arrived. And remember to always tread lightly, stay on designated trails, and please don't wheel where you're not supposed to. That's it for this week, guys. If you've got an event coming up in your area, let's get the word out. Whether it's a show and shine, a cruise in, a club run, a fundraiser, or even a huge event like the Easter Jeep Safari, let us know by giving us a call or sending us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com. And Jeepers, we know you guys are making purchases all the time. We see it in our Amazon You Bought What every month. So the next time you guys order something for your Jeep, make sure you ask the business if they know about the Jeep Talk Show. And if you're buying a product or a service from that vendor because of a review or discussion you heard here on the show, let them know. If they haven't heard about us yet, be sure and tell them about the one and only Jeep Talk Show. Who knows? It might even lead to a future exclusive Jeep Talk Show discount code. Well, that's it for this week. You guys have a great Jeep week. And uh, don't forget to check out my uh, computer consulting stuff that I do on the side, uh, mux.com. Uh, Tammy, what do you got? Tammy's got a mute. So, uh, Josh, what do you got? <laughs> you can find me oh, over sorry. at thevoiceofjosh.com. So if you need a review on a product or you need a voice for your product or your business, by all means, hit me up. We'll see what we can do for you. All right, Tammy, now your turn. 
Oh, just go over to my blog at www.jeepmama.com and you guys can help vote on my Jeep Mama sticker. Cody from Trail Chasers helped design it. So head over there and vote. There's three different designs. Well, I know which one I like. So uh, guys, I don't mention it uh, quite often enough. Thank you very much for taking time to listen to our show. We really appreciate it. it. It sounds corny, but if you guys weren't here, we wouldn't be here. It is just utterly fantastic to be able to come here each week talk to you guys and know that you, you're listening. Uh, we are getting lots of downloads. I know you're telling your friends, please continue to do that. Uh, you don't like something about the show or there's a little something that, uh, that bothers you about it, please feel free to let us know. We always like to have constructive criticism. Uh, destructive criticism, we'll just put put up on the, uh, <laughs> put up for everybody to laugh at us about. So, but uh, please let us know what you think of the show and uh, especially if it's something you'd like to have uh, added or changed. And you can always be part of the show. And we will have a couple of new contributors coming up to the show very, very soon. So like I always say, you guys have a great Jeep week. Good night, everyone. See you next week, guys. Hey, guys. Super Croc again. You know, they say that Tony has a photographic memory. He just occasionally forgets to get it developed. And, you know, Josh, he wears glasses occasionally during math. Yeah, he says it improves division. And, you know, they say sometimes that Tammy is a backwards poet. Yeah, writing in verse. And, you know, the question is sometimes asked, how many Honda car salesman does it take to change a light bulb well it depends on your credit score your current lease terms and willingness to take a balloon payment you know a bicycle can't stand on its own because it's too tired and if you don't pay your exorcist you'll get repossessed And on the topic of time, since we're on that, you know, every calendar's days, they are numbered. And when the electricity went off during a storm at the school, the students were delighted.